0: Good right, morning, everybody. Good morning. So we're going to be in Psalm 34. Uh, uh, Dad did uh, Psalm 33 um, the week before last, and so we'll be in Psalm 34 uh, today. So we've said many times that the psalms were designed to be sung. That most of the psalms were uh, designed to be to, to be sung. Uh, very often they're set to to instruments. In fact, sometimes in the headings of the psalm it'll say what instruments were typically used and so forth and so as we've been moving through i've been looking forward to psalm 34 and there may be other psalms that more songs have been written about in in our um say catalog of, of songs of in modern days um there may be some psalms that uh Maybe the 23rd Psalm, I didn't research that one, but I knew for a fact that there were many songs that had been written for Psalm 34. So today, interposed with looking at our verses, uh, we're going to listen to uh, some music. So um, just like uh, in Genesis, uh, we start off with a wedding and we end with a wedding. Uh, Today, we're going to start off with music and we're going to end with music. So let me get things queued up. Uh, Let's see. We Probably don't want the playlist that says summer pool time songs. (laughs) We want the one that says Psalm 34. There we go. Um, Now, um, the selection I'm going to start off with um, uh, is just to give you uh, a taste Um, of our first passage, but then we're going to stop and I'm going to backtrack. Uh, So this is uh, kind of a a retro tune. uh, Those of you that were uh, uh, around in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, there was a contemporary of Amy Grant. Her name was Kathy Tricoli, and she sang this. You can follow along in uh, Psalm 34.
1: Verse 8.
0: So just a taste, and that's some of what we're going to do today. You're going to hear every different style of music which i think is interesting the way that artists have been inspired in so many different ways by this psalm. but first a little background so we've said that many times in our in this psalter uh, we have some information uh, suggesting why this psalm was written and if your bible is like mine it says this is a psalm of david when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, so that he drove him out, and he went away. So this is a, a, It's an interesting preamble to this particular song. It's a little bit crazy, literally. Um, so if you'll turn with me to First Samuel twenty-one. So the background is uh, David has done a lot of things um, that have made him very popular. Uh, with uh, the nation of israel saul is still king and uh is not taking this well and that uh, david's popularity that is and he is more than a little jealous and this is that season uh that we saw in as we went through the first and second samuel where david is on the run and this is the part where um he comes up, verse 1, um, and he's he's looking for a place to hide, basically. Uh, it says, Then David came to Nob to Ahimelech the priest, and Ahimelech came to meet David, trembling, and said, Why are you alone and no one is with you? And he says to the priest, The king has charged me with a matter and said to me, Let no one know anything of the matter which I send you and with which I have charged you. I have made an appointment with a young man for such and such a place. What do you have on hand? Um, so David here is like pretending to be an emissary from the king. And, you know, I, th- I think uh, the priest knows who he is. He, verse 4 says, And the priest answered David, I don't have any common bread on hand, but there is holy bread. Um, if the young men have kept themselves from women, in other words, we don't normally just let anybody have this. Uh, we need to do a check of your your, your men. Uh, I'll leave that to your imagination. Uh, verse 6 the negotiation... <laughs> Here we go again. I think it's his mic. It's that mic. I think it's his mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> My, My imagination was that. My imagination was that. There it is.
0: Test, 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 there we go. So verse six uh, says, so the priest gave him the holy bread for there was no bread there except the bread of the presence, which is removed from before the Lord to be replaced by hot bread on the day it's taken away. Verse seven, now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there detained before the Lord. Um, I guess it's just saying who was there. Verse eight, uh, David says, well, Basically, do you have any weapons? Uh, It says, uh, uh, I didn't bring my weapons and so forth. And priests, verse nine says, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, uh, whom you struck down, uh, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. Uh, if, If you'll take that, for there's none but that here. And he says, there's none like that. Give it to me. Verse 10, David arose and fled that day from Saul, went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish, said to him is not this david the king of the land so again he's trying to be incognito it's not going well uh and he says you know aren't you the one that says saul has struck down his thousands and david his ten thousands verse 12 david took these words to heart and was very afraid verse 13 so here's as we go through psalm 34 just think that this is what purportedly made david write this psalm Verse 13, so he changed his behavior before them and pretended to be insane in their hands and made marks on the doors of the gate and let his spittle run down his beard. Then Acha said to his servants, behold, you see this man is mad. Why then have you brought him to me? Do I lack mad men that you have brought this fellow to behave as a madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? So finally, his various attempts to go incognito, it works because he acts so crazy that he convinces the king that he's not a threat. So that's, that's the inspiration, apparently, behind Psalm 34. So back to Psalm 34. Verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt, exalt his name together. Verse 4, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. So this is uh, likely the key verse, pointing back to what happened originally. Uh, Verse 5, those who look to him are radiant, their faces shall never be ashamed, and so forth. So, um, we're going to look at verses 1 through 3. I don't think that's it. There we go. Thank you. music um, of several of these selections uh, some of it's just really good music um, and we'll hear some selections and at times when there have been the extended instrumental interludes I've let those be part of it because uh, I think it does give you a time to reflect on what they just said verse 4 I sought the Lord and he answered me delivered me from all my fears those who look to him are radiant their faces shall never be ashamed, which is kind of an interesting verse. Um, sometimes when you are most ashamed, you're least likely to look to the Lord. But here, the reverse is actually the way it's supposed to work. Look to him and then you won't be ashamed. Verse six, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Uh, There's a selection uh, that we'll play next that uh, Covenants Choir has done in the past. I think you'll recognize it. This is uh, the great folks with the Brooklyn Tabernacle. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, you can put that one on repeat and have a pretty good day. Uh, of course, they uh, the second verse uh, leads us into verse 8, uh, that they just saying, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you saints, for those who fear him have no lack. So this whole section, uh, uh, which probably takes us down actually to verse 10, which we'll look at in just a moment. Uh, is really reflecting on, on truly how God has taken care of him uh, specifically. Uh, one of the points I wanted to make uh, today is, again, just how diverse um, uh, the music is that has been applied to this psalm. And uh, I found a, a, a choral piece um, that I don't know that any of you will understand. Maybe. Uh, anyone speak Polish? <laughs> So this is a Polish version of um, uh, of this, this section that focuses on uh, Psalm 8. And I'll uh, see if I can. I had the translation in here. So oh, here we go. Uh, Taste and see how good the Lord is. I will sing a song of gratitude to you at any time. On my lips, the glory of him constantly hosts. And then they say, taste and see how good the Lord is. In the Lord, all my glory, rejoice humble. Praise the Lord with me, let us praise his name. And uh, when I long for the Lord, he designed to listen to me. And out of all my fear, he deigned to set me free. Uh, So this is, um, it's a unique piece, but if you like choral music, I think you'll like it. Just a couple minutes. Crank this. So, this is a, a group of um, uh, uh, Americans of Polish ancestry uh, from a chorale group uh, up in Michigan. And um, if you can like acapella music. I mean, it's just gorgeous, uh, I think. Uh, like all things, music is in uh, the uh, ear of the beholder. Verse 9: Oh, fear the Lord, you saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. This kind of made me think of the section in the Sermon on the Mount. You know, we know God's aware of the sparrow. Uh, He's aware of the clothing, the hills, and and we will not go lacking. Uh, The psalm has inspired uh, a lot of um, verses uh, that parents would want to impart to their children uh and this next one um is designed for children but i think does a really nice verse or rather uh, a really nice job uh with verse 10. mash-up with uh, Romans 8 28 yes, which I think is cool
1: this uh,
0: let that ring in your head just briefly I don't know that I, I want you to let that one ring in your head too long but the same exact family that that does that did that song is going to do Uh, this section um, uh, from 11 through 14. But within this section, uh, we have uh, one that you may have heard before, and that's verse 13. So we'll read down to there. Uh, Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may seek good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. So beginning in this verse 11, come, O children, listen to me, that you can tell that there's a shift in this psalm. So now he's not just reflecting on how God has delivered him, but now it's made him think of all the ways that, uh, 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 all the wisdom, I guess, of the Lord is what I'm trying to say. And and he's saying, come listen to me, and I'm going to teach you uh, the fear of the Lord. And, And what do we learn from Proverbs? You know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so... That continues uh, on for several verses, but one that you may have heard before is this one. Uh, We have a a somewhat extended preamble from um, Steve Green. does this. Now, you may be able to tame a bucking
2: bronco or a wildcat, but you just can't tame a tongue. If your tongue is always getting you into trouble Saying things that shouldn't be said Here's something you can do Sadly,
0: this applies to adults, right? (laughs) Verse
1: 34, verse 13 Keep your tongue from evil And your lips from speaking lies Keep your tongue from evil Keep your tongue Keep your tongue from evil Keep your tongue And your lips from speaking lies Do you know the second verse? From evil, keep now grab hold of your tongue while we sing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it calm, evil,
0: it calm, but, you get the idea. But, you know, calm. if you've got a five-year-old in your house, uh, we might go there. Yes, yes we will. <laughs> So back to, uh, back to verse 11, and, and this uh, will take us down through verse 14. Is this kind of fun to do every so often? Uh, let's see, Justin. Uh, look at my notes. Okay. Okay. I like that they put the reference on Like her voice so much, we're gonna hear her do it again. In scripture right uh no I, I think that's really that's really good and it occurs to me you know when you hear so many artists interpret the the psalm in different ways every one of those folks had to really meditate literally meditate on the psalm right and and have the lord speak it to them and and i think one thing that the psalms are are good at is that they're just by their nature they they prompt you to reflect on them, uh, even though we do lose things in translation. Uh, and this particular psalm has uh, a structure that's like an acrostic where certain sections begin with certain um, uh, characters of the uh, of a particular Hebrew word and so forth. So there's organization here that I can't begin to appreciate, and I certainly can't translate to you. But uh, this is art. This is, this is a work of art. And um, I would challenge any other religion to show me their music. Right? Think of any other religion. Show me your music. Literally, they got nothing. Um. And even some of the kind of Christian cults are just stealing, right? Um, I, I, um, I may have mentioned this before, but I, I was listening to a podcast who pointed out that uh, in Genesis 1, you know, the and of morning were the first day, and, you know, God said it was good. That, that kind of pattern, it says, you know, this is a song. This is a song about creation. And then that's why it shifts a different tone in Genesis chapter 2, a little bit different detail. And I thought that was interesting. So throughout Scripture, uh, we have singing and dancing and instruments and all of those things. Nobody else has that. Verse 15. Verse 15 and 16 are actually covered. Uh, there's a song that I'll play at the end by uh, kind of a, an old school guy that was around when I was in college days. Um, he, he hits verses 15 and 16, uh, but it's later in the song, and so it didn't fit to play it now, but I'll play it at the end. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and hears and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. We don't include Psalm thirty four nineteen in the plan of salvation. Right. we want people to focus on how wonderful being saved is which is great but an argument could be made to give the whole gospel which is that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivers them out of them all because I think some people probably do get a little disillusioned this is not what I signed up for They didn't ask me to write the track, so. (laughs) Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Verse 20, think who they're talking about here. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. That little hint in verse 20, he keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. That verse seems really out of place, right? But yet we know that that verse is highlighted later in the gospel, speaking of Jesus on the cross, where the centurion saw that he didn't have to break Jesus' legs, that Jesus had already laid down his life for us without that being required, as was often the case. These last five verses, verses 17 through 22, were nicely handled actually by uh, a Jewish uh, uh, group who stays very close to the scripture. And if I can find them, that's who will be next. Psalm thirty-four. All right, what do you think, class time? It's time for singing again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jane. Um,
1: when my husband and I, okay. when my husband and I were married, we wanted to have a verse of scripture that carry through our life. And it was Psalm 343, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. And we would remind one another throughout our relationship and throughout our ministry of that verse.
0: Excellent. I have another
2: one here that, that um, any many, especially young believers, I, I try to encourage them to understand that. Uh, when we're given the gospel. This freedom that we have in Christ is only for the blood of Christ. But I want to share something in 2 Timothy 3, verse 10-12. But you follow my teachings, teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patient, love, and perseverance. Persecution sufferings such as happened to me at Antioch, and I told you and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. And indeed, this is the verse, indeed, all desire to live Godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced Knowing from whom you have your intent. I, I guess my my, um, my encouragement to, to, to different ones is to understand that we will go through persecutions down mm-hmm. there, all of us, in different ways. Some mentally, some physically. And because we're in this world, in this flesh, we will do that. Some things brought on by ourselves, some things brought on by others. But inspired by these psalms. Like, like ours is so well put together today. I can't tell you how many times when I've gone through things, I've even mean, put on some CDs like these played. It helps to calm the peace in the house when we have got the kids and the arguing going on. And we just stop everything and let God speak to us through these psalms. You know, even as a Catholic, my mother's side was Protestant, and we'd go over and I'd have the hymns on the old player piano, and I'd play them out and hear what a friend we have in Jesus and blessed assurance. I never knew until many years later, when I was 21, what it meant to become born again. But I gotta tell you, even then, I sensed the spirit in songs. Don't you see? Don't you feel that at times? That God's just blessed you. And I just want to magnify Him today and thank Him for what He's done in my life, even through the tragedies. And Hurts things I've done, things other people have done to me, and presented, and, and letting it all go. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. We're going to go through some tough times, folks, coming up. We know that. But He is ours. Thank you.
0: There are a lot of distinctives about the Christian faith, but uh, Christianity is the only faith that. Says it's going to get better. Um, the Eastern religions, you know, your best hope is to disappear into nothingness and to join the great everything. In other words, you're just a drop in the ocean. Um, most everybody else looks at some future state that might not even be bodily, might be just some spirit form. Only Christianity has a savior who says not only am i going to save you i'm going to fix this there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth and a new body i'm going to make it right again and show you how it was all intended no other faith has that either anyone else Thank you. all right uh, we're going to close uh, with um my uh guy roby duke uh If you know the Sirius XM station, Yacht Rock, it will sound familiar. Um, That 1980s Christopher Cross vibe. And uh, we'll close and this will be our, um, well, actually I'll close this in prayer and then you can leave to this. Father, we thank you for Psalm 34. We thank you for um, the role that music has played in our lives. We thank you that we have a faith that uh, has so many distinctives. and most of all, uh, that distinctive is you. And we thank you that we can be a part of this family through Jesus. In his name I pray. Amen. And their faces are nope. never going to Oh, we've got. Yeah. Let me turn her off. There we go. Let me start that one
1: up. is the name for forever. I will bless